Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome, welcome, Sharp Lessons Stadium Sports Betting Podcast, Ben Wittenstein and the professor, Nate Jacobson. And Nate, we have a very fun week planned with some uh, AFC betting. Yeah, we've done the NFC over the last few weeks and with the football season getting ever so near and we're looking at week three of NFL preseason this week. So everyone's kind of finishing up and we'll get to the regular season. Wanted to get all the rest of the divisions done, and it happens to be the four AFC. So we're going to release one per day. AFC division previews, talking win totals, any bets we like, maybe some week one stuff. If there's any interesting thing with the lines with the particular teams being discussed. So looking forward to breaking out of the AFC and also giving out a few more season win total bets that I will be placing before week one. And this is also the last week before we go to three full episodes per week. Very excited about that. And before our weekly college football article that we are planning comes out. So that's also very exciting. So you're going to just, if you're looking to bet football, college football, NFL, and then once the later fall hits NBA, this is going to be the podcast to do it. And go to the website, of course, watchstadium.com for our college football picks. Nate's going to be writing up NFL picks. And I'll hopefully be writing up some uh, NBA picks as well towards the winter. So this is this is the one-stop shop, Nate, for your uh, for your gambling picks for the rest of the fall. Yep, and make sure to follow the Stadium Bets Twitter account at Stadium Bets. That's where we'll be posting articles and podcasts along with the main Stadium Twitter account that will be retweeting retweeting everything. All right, so let's start with the AFC East, and the Bills are the. Uh, the leaders in this division. And I mean, if we're, if this was, you turn that back the clock five years ago and we were saying the Bills are the favorite to win the AFC East, you would have been laughed at and you would have uh, been laughed at hard because it was the Patriots division. It has been the Patriots division for a very long time. But the Bills, Nate, this year are the favorite, minus 150 to win that AFC East. The uh, Patriots right behind them, plus 350. Dolphins and then the Jets all the way at the bottom. That hasn't changed in a long time. Jets being at the bottom of that division um, at plus 2,500. What are you looking at for betting this division? Are are the Bills the smart move? They look good in their preseason game against the Bears. Josh Allen is going to have probably another MVP-like type of season where people expect him to be in the MVP contention. They just look like a team that is ready to make a Super Bowl run. Yeah, and going back to what you were saying, how you know we'd be laughed, you'd be laughed at if you said, yeah, in 2021 the Bills would have a win total of 11. I guess in a 17 game season, it's a little yeah. different, but also the odds-on favorite over the Patriots, especially 2018. I remember the Bills were getting absolutely blasted under their win total. They made that 
kind of fluky playoff run in 2017, a break along drought, and then we're kind of going through this rebuild and had a had a different quarterback and and that's when they I believe drafted Josh Allen, but he wasn't you know ready yet to to be the starter right away. He was kind of a project, but their their win total I think closed like six, maybe five and a half. I remember the under was a very strong play. Uh, so back to this year, though, with the Buffalo Bills and the high expectation, you mentioned Josh Allen had an MVP caliber season last year. I think a lot of people, though, are thinking he's going to regress a little bit. And I can understand that uh, a lot of the games that he played, obviously, he didn't have fans in the crowd. So I know that the Bills were very efficient offensively away from home when we're playing in pretty quiet buildings. So maybe things change as we get into more rowdy atmospheres when the Bills are playing away from home. But then also last year he had a really good rapport with Stephon Diggs, and they didn't even have a full offseason together. He was a player they acquired, Stephon Diggs, before the NFL draft, and they're obviously with no preseason, no training camp. They didn't really have any rapport, and they still – connected a lot and, and had great chemistry. So now you have a full offseason with Diggs, just another full offseason with the weapons and the off, offense. You bring back offensive coordinator Brian Dable, who I thought a lot of people, and I thought would be hired, be the top candidate to be a head coach in this cycle. Didn't get hired by any of the teams. There were seven openings, and Brian Dable wasn't hired, which is shocking. So there's a lot to like with the Bills, especially I was looking at their schedule last year and, and their results in the regular season. They were 13-3, and three, but if you look back at their losses, one loss was on a Tuesday in Tennessee because of COVID issues for the Titans. And then the following week, they lost on a Monday, which was a rescheduled game against the Chiefs that was supposed to be played the previous Thursday, but was moved because of the Titans' COVID problems. So the Bills lost two games there, and then they lose on a Hail Mary in Arizona right before their bye week. So even though they were 13-3, and three, all three losses, one probably should have been a win against the Arizona Cardinals, and then they had that kind of weird scheduling snafu in October where they lost to the Titans and Chiefs, two teams that ended up winning their division last year. So this team was 13-3 and last year, but it could have probably even been better. And in the AFC Championship game, they were only a three-point underdog in Kansas City, so they were regarded and rated as one of the higher teams. So for me, I know I understand if people think Josh Allen regresses, the team regresses, they need to win 12 games to win this win total. But I couldn't go under just based on the fact that things could get better with the offensive continuity and just another another year of Josh Allen maybe – at least playing to the same level with the weapons he has. And, and Brian Dable, a coach, offensive mind, who I think a lot of people respect and is going to be a coach that's going to certainly be hired as a head coach um, in 2022. Well, we were looking at their schedule, too. And it's just, you know, the strength of schedule, if you look at the list of some of the teams that have the strength of schedule, the Bills are kind of on the bottom half of that. Um, I think they're like 23rd or 24th in strength of schedule. So their schedule is fairly easy. And you kind of look through the teams that they play and you're checking off wins and you're looking at that 11 win total and thinking, I kind of really like the over in that one. And that's that was my thought process as I was going through the schedule. So, I mean, if you're looking at something to bet for the Bills, that minus 150 for the division odds, maybe putting up a little too much fraud juice on that one. If you're not comfortable with that, I think the, the win total is probably the best way to hit the Bills if you're looking at a season-long bet for someone like them. Yeah, I, I think 
it's probably priced right. 11 seems right. It opened 10 and a half, a little bit of money on the over. I think a lot of people expect, as I mentioned, the offense to do really well. And the defense has the potential to get better just because they've drafted a lot of pass rushers and Sean McDermott, their head coach, defensive minded guy. And usually a team, if they're a really good team and well coached, their best uh, unit maybe portrays the, where the background of that head coach came from. Uh, the offense, though, for Buffalo has been better. Um, and also you got to consider some other factors. Just they played an empty building last year, and we know the Bills Mafia likes to have a good yeah. time and really cause cause a lot of chaos. And you look at week one, the Bills out to a seven-point favorite at home against the Steelers. And the, these two teams played last December in Buffalo, and the Bills closed minus two. Uh, so maybe there's like a little bit of an overreaction based on, you know, Late last season, the Bills were minus two in Buffalo, and now they're minus seven. But if you think that the Steelers might have a, a little bit of a downturn and the Bills with that home field will will be, have a tick up. And, and we saw in the playoffs, they posted two playoff games, and that crowd, even though it was like 20%, 25% full, felt yeah, like it made loud. a difference on TV. So I think for Buffalo – um, I, I think that a lot of the math guys might go under the win total based on some stuff. But for me, I could, I'd could i see they're over or pass, and I'll, I'll likely pass and try to target them in individual games. Maybe tease them down uh, to, to minus one or minus or minus a half, depending on what it, where it ends up closing in week one against Pittsburgh, because I think that's a game that Buffalo very likely will win. Patriots, nine and a half is their win total with uh, juice on the under. I don't. I'm not trusting anything the Patriots are doing, and I, that's a weird thing to say. And really? we're talking wow. about. I, I just. I know Cam has gotten high reviews and what he's been doing in training camp. I just. They burned me so much last season, and trying to bet them, and, and thinking they were going to do something, and they ended up not even being capable of doing it. Uh, it's going to take a while for them to win my trust back, Nate. I'll be honest. They, really? uh, they're kind of in my doghouse. Yeah, I. I, I was. I, I'm not going to touch much that they're going to do if they prove that they can. You know, win games and and Cam looks good and maybe he looks a lot better than he has in the past couple of years. Then maybe I'll start to bet him later on in the season. But they hurt me, Nate. They 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 hurt me, and I'm uh, I'm not going to reward them with uh, putting bets on them at least early on this season. Well, if you take out last season uh, and then everything that happened with all the defensive opt outs and breaking in a new quarterback after two decades of Tom Brady, I think the Patriots have have should get the benefit of doubt and and they've been no. a very Good team, covering <laughs> spreads, even at inflated numbers. I, th- I think you could put your trust in Bill Belichick here, especially since, as I mentioned, they're going to get a lot of defensive players back from this season who opted out. They yeah. spent a lot of money in free agency, which maybe sometimes isn't a good thing. But I think when you have Bill Belichick calling his shots, you can always trust him and give him the benefit of the doubt. Patriots, a team that has kind of interested me the last few weeks just because of this quarterback battle between Cam Newton and Mac Jones, the rookie from Alabama, first-round pick. Interested to see who starts. I'm sure it's going to be Cam to start, but might have a short leash. I know he wasn't very good last year, but I think that another year in the offense where they can kind of mold an offense around his running, his legs, and and the running backs that they have. I think the Patriots are a team that I was thinking also earlier in the summer I might be looking to fade them just not trusting life after Tom Brady, but 
I don't know, with this new defense or the defense getting a lot of players back, and it was a very good defense two years ago, albeit they were playing a lot of bad quarterbacks and, and maybe some of those numbers were misleading. But as long as the defense is better, I think the offense just has to be better. And if it's not better under Cam Newton, then they're going to put in Mac Jones. So Patriots are a team at nine and a half, not going to touch that win total. But no. looking at their week one game, hosting the Dolphins only fair by three, two and a half in some spots. That might be a time to buy low on the Patriots, trusting Bill Belichick at home with a lot of time to prepare in week one against a former assistant coach in Brian Flores, who's now the head coach for the Dolphins. And there's also, for me, some questions about Tua Tungavailoa and the Dolphins' offensive line, especially early in the season. So I think that Patriots week one might be a, a way to uh, – way to target new england and maybe win your trust back ben we'll see don't don't make me bet the patriots week one they don't make me what? do it because now you now you say that and i'm think thinking about oh, think about right. crazy think of how crazy that would have sound we said it would be crazy to say the bills would be the division favorite five years ago yeah. think about not trusting bill valachek even though you know he doesn't have tom brady there anymore yeah i it's not i don't know if it's a lack of trust in bill belichick but it's more I, I, they just scared me off last season. So I, I know they're getting the defensive players back and maybe Cam with that full off season getting better. He was just putting COVID protocols too. So I don't think that's going, I don't know how, what that's going to do to affect him, but I think it was more, uh, like testing issues. I don't think he actually has COVID, but I mean, that's something to monitor if you're looking to, to, to bet the Patriots, at least in the long term. So nine and a half. I'm not in the win total like you. I don't think I'm going to hit the plus 350 for the division odds, but uh, they're they're going to be a team I watch closely because you do have a point. Maybe hit them low when they're uh, not as uh, valued early on in the season, but uh, don't make me do that, Nate. I, I, I don't want to bet the Patriots early on this season. They get burned when they uh, end up losing to the Dolphins, which, speaking of which, is our next team at Plus 350 also to win the AFC East, tied with the Patriots. Their win total is also 9.5, with Juice also on the under. Um, and you said you don't trust Tua, which is interesting. I think I'm probably leaning in that direction in, in analyzing him also, where you just don't really know what you're getting with him yet, and he sees, still seems very raw. Um, and, and the Dolphins as a whole, you don't, you know, they have different pieces where you're like, oh, I like this guy, I like this guy, but you put them in a hole as a group and it doesn't really make sense and nothing really works out for them. So they're another one of these teams in a division led by like a very solid Bills team that you know what you're going to get with the Dolphins. And for me, also with the Patriots, you're just kind of like, kind of a big question mark. I, I, it's just not worth putting money in the long term for these two teams, maybe betting them week by week, but I, I just don't know what we're going to get with the Dolphins. They could be really good. They could win 11 games this year, maybe, but they could also maybe also win six. Yeah, no, I think there is a, a wide range of outcomes for Miami, and it's it's all about the quarterback. They've done a good job building a team pretty quickly. I, I think two years ago they were kind of going through a, a complete teardown uh, in, in Miami when I know that the first few weeks of the season – their spreads, they were like two touchdown underdogs in all their games. So Brian Flores has done an amazing job turning the th turning things around. They almost made the playoffs last year, losing in week 17 of the Bills, prevented them from doing that when they were kind of playing musical chairs with Ryan Fitzpatrick and Tua down the stretch. But now it's Tua's time. He's the guy. There's not going to be any Ryan Fitzpatrick to save the day for him like he did a few <laughs> times at the end yeah. of last regular season. It's magic. It's it, Yeah, it's magic, right? It's uh, – 
it's interesting to see what will happen with the offense, a new new play caller, some co-offensive coordinators taking over for Chan Gailey, who's kind of an old school, uh, maybe not a, the best 21st century offensive coach. No. Uh, so we'll have to see with Miami. I, I don't have a huge, uh, you know, conviction either way on the over-under, but I do can see a scenario where they do win 11 games sometimes, and then sometimes they end up winning like six games just because Tua just isn't the quarterback that they uh, they thought they drafted a fifth overall in 2020. So we'll have to see with the, the Dolphins, but that kind of leads me back to now I'm kind of warming up to the idea of the Patriots, so maybe taking the Patriots in week one against the Dolphins could be something I play uh, I don't really like any division or win totals in this division, but definitely individual games interest me, and I'll be interested to see how Miami is priced throughout the season um, in the point spreads. Yep, and then you have the Jets, bottom of the division, um, another team where there are a lot of question marks, and there there really isn't even a point in that team where you're like, they could probably be really good. You just don't have that. Uh, really, with the yeah. Jets, at least at this point in the uh, Jets' career. And you got Zach Wilson, who, for all intents and purposes, could be a really good quarterback, and he's shown he can make some good throws in the preseason, but we're going to have to see what he does in the regular season. So I'm like, there is never a point in my life, Nate, where I have bet on the Jets, and I don't think that this season is going to really change that. I'll be honest about that. Sorry to any Jets fans listening, but... I think they probably understand that sentiment, honestly, if you're a Jets fan at this point. Yeah, I guess with the Jets, it was hard to bet on them. I think last year, you know, I usually give every NFL team a chance to kind of impress me. And if a number is too big, I'm willing to take the worst team in the league against the number if it's big enough. It's just kind of based on the math. But the Jets, very early in the year, under Adam Gase, was clearly like a just a cross them off every week. Like, don't even look yeah. at them. And and that's kind of rare in the NFL because they're still professionals and they're still trying and every, you know, play is on tape. So there's no team that's really intentionally tanking, even though the Jets seemed like they were tanking and then they decided to win two games at the end of the year. <laughs> and that screwed it up for them. <laughs> so screw up the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. So uh, I guess Adam Gase didn't really care because he knew he was going to get fired and he didn't, you know, care about how the team was going to be going forward if he's not there i think the jets are doing some good things long term like their gm a lot um robert salah is kind of a good rah-rah leader of men type of coach uh he brings over a lot of assistance from the 49ers so it's a lot of kyle shanahan uh disciples and kyle shanahan is regarded as one of the one of the better off, probably better head coaches in the NFL, just how he's kind of turned around the 49ers. So maybe you get some of that with the Jets. And we'll see with Zach Wilson. Uh, you know, he played at BYU, not a lot of games against big opponents, but the talent is definitely intriguing. Maybe not in, in year one it's going to manifest and be great, but the defense got a blow last week, losing Carl Lawson to a torn Achilles. He was their high-priced free agent signing, so they lose something in the pass rush there. Uh, that's going to probably be actually kind of devastating because they don't have much on the defensive line. So yeah. uh, the Jets are a team I could see myself betting on a little bit later in the season when they're a big underdog, just knowing that really? they're going to give an effort. I mean, if they're like a, if they're a touchdown underdog, and I think the line should be like four and a half or five in some individual games, I think that the the way the team is built and the new culture with Salah – 
as head coach. I don't think there's going to be a lot of quit from this team and a lot of players are going to be trying to prove themselves that they can be part of the future. And that kind of maybe is at least interesting because honestly, the Jets have kind of been a boring franchise for the last few seasons. Yeah. Oh, well, boring. Yeah. Except, yeah, I think boring is the right word. Boring. Like you're just not interested in like betting wise games on Sunday. Yeah. Betting wise. Entertaining. Yeah. Because they're awful. Yes. Just like boring organizational ineptitude but yes when it comes to like betting their games i I think they could be a little bit different this year and and be kind of a plucky underdog in some spots all right so that is our afc east preview